0: For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: We are live. Welcome to the RGA DFS Tournament Takes Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kirkwood, here for week 11 we are without the esteemed uh, colleague from Run Pure Sports, uh, JSU, who's on vacation this week. Not vacation. He had something to do in Florida. He's in Florida. His Internet wasn't working. So Bobby and I waited around, waited around, waited around, and we just uh, were doing the show. Just us two. He's sorry he can't be with us, but I do have my main man at Bobby Gomes DFS million dollar winner. Uh, he's ready to uh, win some money this week, week 11, 7-11. Lucky number 11. Is this a good week for us?
2: This is actually my favorite week of the year. This is, I shipped a only week 11. So, ready to yeah. love playing week 11s. Yep. Har- harness that, harness that. So, um,
1: all right. So, week 11, the, the things that stand out to me, this slate seems pretty hard to me um, so far. That's the way I'm looking at it. Like, there's we've got a m- bunch of quarterback plays um i don't even i i didn't even go in there do we right? have a bunch of quarterback plays well we we're,
2: they're they're available
1: right like okay so yeah i get I, what you're
2: saying yeah
1: so let's i had a good week last week i played Justin Fields i know you you didn't i did Justin not I, I know yep. and we had a we had a testy little uh uh he was uh, he was an awful thread. play
2: for me personally. Like I haven't played him, so like why am I going to play him last week? A lot of really good players did not play fields. Yeah, and a lot of really good players also played fields. I can go through and we can debate that, but a lot of were very under on fields. Ricky D zero fields. Just saying.
1: Yeah, and
2: there's go look at probably up. the best NFL player right now go look there's
1: for every one of those there's another one it, it, different there's plenty of ways to skin a cat in i was
2: no i actually had this pulled up if jsu was in the. i don't want to go into it because jsu is not on the show so he can really jsu played like 97 fields and then go. i pulled up a bunch of different everyone was either underweight or like full almost a fade so just like what can you do
1: so you 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 believe you're right, but I, we won't get into this. I believe Anyways.
2: personally for myself, I'm right. I don't believe, like, why am I going to chase?
1: through
2: Like, if I haven't played him in three weeks, why am I going to play him? It's like, in a, it's, a, it's a crazy chase.
1: It, it's not a chase. There was four quarterbacks who were even in play last week. There was no quarterbacks last week. There was nobody who had a ceiling. He was one of two quarterbacks that actually had a ceiling that had rushing upside. Yes, he ran like God. Right. Like yeah. it doesn't have to go like that. But it's also like Josh Jacobs chalk when he ran like God. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, but I think the the conversation about whether he was in play or not is is a complicated one. And there's plenty of I always say this there's plenty of ways to, to skin a cap. But at the end of the day, you got to score the most points in DFS. So there's things you got to change. From week to week, in my opinion, I played fields on Yahoo. I didn't play fields on DraftKings. I barely played, and I went down a stupid. Why didn't hole. you
2: play him on DraftKings? Uh,
1: I played Russ like a like a moron. So I, prob- like, why did you? Because I, I wanted the low. I wanted the low. I
2: only played one.
1: I only pivot. played. If there I only, was so,
2: if there weren't so many good pivots, what God? Because I out? only,
1: I only played one lineup, and I yeah. only ba- and I barely played it, and I was looking for the home run with Russ. Right, yeah. nobody was playing Russ.
2: Did you play the two previous weeks? Did you play Fields with chalk on DK? No. So that would incentivize you not to play them the third week as well, or you just it's just week to week.
1: No, I take it slate by slate.
2: Yeah. I just feel uh, like that's like the easiest way. Sometimes I played Fields on
1: play. Yahoo and I crushed, and I was the only one who played Fields on Yahoo, at least in like the ten man. Everyone had Mahomes, and I played Fields. And and I faded, and you know, because these these projection slaves, they all played Damian Pierce, like he was like the greatest play. But he's on a shitty team, with a lot lot le- in a shitty game with a lot less touchdown equity. And so my spot was all about fading him and replacing him. And so I, I smashed, I, I I crushed over there. But you know, I got lucky with the field outlier. But I would have won anyway, even if they even if he tied with Mahomes or whatever, I still would have I still would have won. I had because I, I,
2: you were the everybody. only person who played fields on, yeah. Yeah,
1: like in the 10 man's, but it was different because the, their price was kind of yeah. close. Their price was very similar. Um, so the savings, but I did that just so I could get up to Saquon um, when yeah. everybody else was playing Damian Pierce. And then I played the Giants D to uh, against Damian Pierce, you know what I mean? Instead of, uh, so I kind of leveraged that. Yeah. And, and, it, and it worked out. But, you know, all these projection slaves, they don't, they don't make change. They just sit there with their optimals. Um, but anyways, so this is a new week. We've got 11 games. We've got buys on the dolphins. So we don't have the dolphins. We don't have the, the Tyreek and uh, Waddle stack to do. Um, the Jags are off the slate. Seattle's off the slate. Tampa's off the slate. The Titans played the other night. The Packers played the other night. Chiefs are off the slate. The Chargers are off the slate. San Francisco and Arizona are both off the slate. We do have 11 games. We have two games with a 49 and a half point total. One is Justin Fields uh, at Atlanta, Uh, Atlanta minus three with a 49 and a half point total. The other is the Browns game Browns at the bills, but really it's at Detroit because they, uh, they left the weather in Buffalo, which was a disaster. And now they get a nice dome. So that, that changes. That was a huge change for the slate, right? Um, then we got one more game that with a higher total. Dallas, Minnesota is going to get a lot of love. Um, I, I played that game last week. That was part of it. My uh, I had Aaron Jones in that game. I think I had CeeDee Lamb in that game. Um, anyways, uh, Dallas minus one and a half points at Minnesota, 48 and a half point total, like I said. Uh, Detroit. At New York Giants, minus three, the 45 total, 45 and a half total with Philly at Indy. So basically what I'm saying with quarterbacks, we have name, we have the studs this week. They may not be in the best spots, but we have them, right? We have Josh Allen in a a phenomenal spot because he's in the dome now, 8,500. We've got Lamar Jackson, um, who's going to be relatively unowned for the most part it seems because they're playing carolina they're at home maybe this is a game people are predicting that they just run the ball which they like to do lamar hasn't had many good games except the first three weeks of the season right like he hasn't really done much of anything since then um we have jalen hurts but it's against the the colts um so a lot of people may think that uh Philly handles that game easily, but you know Philly did just come off of this little, uh, loss to Washington uh, for their first loss. But you know he, we got rushing studs. We got Justin Fields, uh, who you know the thing. The thing about rushing, I mean, look at hit the the rushing attempts and the rushing yards just since over the last one, two, three, four, five, last six games really, but with rushing but really came on 178 yards rushing against Miami, followed that up with 147 yards rushing and two TDs, broke the slate last week against Detroit. Um, Then we've got Dak. We've got Kirk Cousins in that game. People are hearing some talk about Mariota. I'm hearing some talk about Joe Burrow. I will never play Russell Wilson again, although the the Raiders are certainly a good matchup. Um,
2: The Raiders are like – lead for what's what are the raiders giving up for fantasy points versus qbs
1: uh they're probably the best matchup on the slate um let me let me pull it up
2: here um
1: they are the third they give up the third most fantasy points per game detroit gives up the most to quarterbacks the dolphins second and then then the raiders are third yeah yep so i can't go back to russ but maybe someone will But anyway, so we've, we've, that's what I was saying. We have quarterback, but we also have our tough state. So we have a bunch of running back, but we don't have like any screaming value running back plays. I mean, everyone's kind of priced up, right? Like Saquon phenomenal spot, but he's 8,900 against uh, the lions. Kamara um, 7,600 Joe Mixon, Josh Jacobs uh, 7,500, 7,400. Then, um, who's going to be popular is going to be Damian Pierce again, who I'm fine fading every time, but we'll talk about that. And then there's David Montgomery, who's uh, the leverage spot off of fields, only 6,100 with Herbert going down. He should be the only back in town. They do have that other guy. I think Ebner's or something, his name is. Um, But he's more like a, a special teams guy. I don't think, I don't expect him to get much work. I think they'll give it all to David Montgomery, but Again, that Ramondre, Jonathan Taylor, back from the dead, strong week last week. And then wide receiver, we have like all these really expensive, great plays. Thin value on the lower end, but you're going to need the lower end to make some builds work, right? And then uh, tight end, pe- people are talking double tight end this week because that's, again, that's everyone's searching for value. So to me, this is a tough slate. How is it? How did, How is it to you?
2: Yeah, it's similar, right, to last week. Uh, wide receiver value isn't the greatest. And then basically you have these guys that are priced pretty efficiently at the running back spot. Uh, double tight end was pretty much in play for a good bit, good chunk of time till last week just because of the lack of value. Um, I think it's really just three games, though, those three dome games for me, like the Eagles and the Colts and then Minnesota and the Cowboys and obviously – now the Bills and Browns that I'm going to be really focusing on in terms of the slate.
1: Yeah. So so the one thing that does kind of stick out to me, it's like, like the day I played DK when I I had a bunch of time and I I had, I played my most DK is when I felt really strongly about that slate. When, even though they were chalk with the, the dolphins stack, I just thought that that was going to go off. And it did. I feel like the same, the same way this week with, you know Josh Allen in a dome coming after coming off of a loss in a crazy game then a game they never should have lost he shouldn't have been in that position anyway they had it won, and that that fumble was just absolutely bananas right um yeah. uh, on the goal line and uh then the the Chuck Minnesota D got there too just to add insult to injury for everybody um i'm sure but uh it probably didn't matter at that point anyway but uh but it feels like like you just play Josh Allen in this spot
2: and, yeah, you know, I'm with you. Him. Very, and, very much so.
1: And my thoughts with field, like so, Fields is the the one guy right next to him. Um, my thoughts with him is that, well, he got a price increase. It's still a good matchup, but there is always that it could be it could be a David Montgomery game, and we said this last week. Like, that was the way to play that. And, like, it doesn't mean it's going to work. And I remember we did it on the show, like, we on uh, on Grinders Live, we were talking about the, the leverage to just play David Montgomery. That situation is even more in play this week, except, except Fields is not going to be as chalky. And there's a lot of, like, um, Twitter speak and stuff about people saying they're fading Fields. I, I think Fields is going to come in less than what we're expecting, but we're not even expecting a ton of ownership. So I think it'll be kind of spread out um i think a lot of people are off of him this week which may make it interesting to go back to him and if he has one of these ceiling games again but um anyway let's start it off at running back um and go through who we're going to have a running back then we'll get back to quarterbacks give our official plays tie it in with the wide receivers tight ends and then uh the bobby gomes dfs defensive segment which you i'm sure you're ready for this week right I
2: think we crushed it last week, right? No. What did
1: we say? What did we say?
2: I, don't, I just keep saying that. I don't know if we crushed it, but <laughs> one of these last two weeks we did well. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think, anyway, I, think, I have no idea who we had.
1: Uh, anyway, okay, so let's so from an ownership perspective, I think Damian Pierce is going to be very popular again. He
2: right? should be, right? He's he's well.
1: He's the projection guy. Right, like so. I think he's just
2: the right play, though. Too at the same time, I get what you're saying, but
1: I see. I, I disagree with that.
2: I'm more off of Ramondre. That's fine, but there's plenty of options here. Um, yeah. So like, I like Ramondre, but I, if if I had to pick someone to fail in the spot, it would be Ramondre, just really? because of like the snap counts for running back. They're like JJ Taylor got work. Harris is pretty much back. It's just Jets are a tough D overall, so. Yeah, I don't know, 6,700s, steep. What
1: all
2: right? So let's talk about this. So you
1: say that the Jets are a tough deep. Washington is second in DVOA versus the run. Yeah. Pierce did to get all the work though. Yep. Yeah. But he's the passing game work is not officially his um lately. Let me pull up the snaps for um I think uh Burkhead has been making a dent in there, but maybe I'm
2: wrong. I don't I I don't yeah, so that.
1: he so he got 72% of the snaps, which is good. Uh Burke had 25%, and then that Houston,
2: is, yeah, I guess
1: you're correct. Actually. 13%. Um, he has good usage. He get I, I get it. So he's averaging 23 touches a game since week three. One of the big negatives with him is he only has four touchdowns on the season, and that's because he plays on a pretty bad offense with a bad quarterback and um, and whatnot. So um, The thing that everyone likes is the usage. Um, So he has had a smaller, much smaller target share over the last two weeks, which is a bit concerning because everyone loved him because he, because he had that one game where he got the the garbage time touchdown through the air, um, but hasn't really done much since. So to me, this game feels like it's going to be kind of a gross game and I think he'll do fine, but I don't see a massive ceiling with this guy. I just don't think his offense is good enough to give him a massive goes away. So that's why I faded him last week. I thought he was such an easy fade when he was chalk. Um, and he's pretty chalky again this week, but I guess you're on the other side of commanders.
2: The- so commander's D line is 10th. Um, and then Houston is Houston's O line is like pretty weak as well. Right. Like, so I guess you get 23rd. So you can make a case for that fade. Uh, that's what I'm saying. He's on a he's a, he's on a bad offense. Yeah, and he's
1: and he's playing a team that has a good rushing D. So that's that's my thought process there. And he's going to be chalky. So I don't see the ceiling. So to me, I like David Montgomery better than him for in that same range, who's 6100. Um, just because I I feel a lot more comfortable with his increased work workload, and I like the leverage spot off of fields, and I like the matchup against Atlanta who's 25th in DVOA versus the run Atlanta's eighth most fantasy points allowed to running backs, uh, sixth most rushing TDs. That's an important one. I think he's got touched on equity. Now, obviously the caveat here is that the way that Justin Fields is running, he could certainly, and the confidence and in, in all that he could certainly bust with like Fields getting into the end zone and rushing it himself, Fields potentially passing, although they are not a big passing offense. And then, uh, but it could work out for him well. And I like the matchup. I think the risk is worth it. 6,100, you get some savings. So I like that. Ramondre I like personally. But, I, you know, I'm I'm kind of by, uh, biased to him uh, just as being a, a Pats fan. I get exactly what you're saying with Harris back. He had a very mediocre game last week. He had a rec- receiving touchdown, which is nice. But, you know, didn't really do much. And the thing is he j- did – did pretty well the last time they just played the Jets. He did have 16 carries, 71 yards, um, did have the really thing that stuck out is he had seven receptions for 72 yards, eight targets. Um, it's, it's a tough matchup. I get it. You're right. I, the Jets D is underrated and pretty good. Uh, I think we've been on that as a collective group, all of uh, me, you and JSU um, throughout the season, the, the Jets are 10th in DVOA versus the run. Um, Last two games with Harris playing, he still had 70% of the snaps, 21 touches. So to me, I look at him very similarly to Damian Pierce from a workload standpoint. However, I think the, the Patriots are a better running offense, and there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot more upside potentially, I think, in this game. But you know maybe I'm just looking at it wrong.
2: So I think I think you're correct. Like I think you can poke holes in Pierce and you can poke holes in Stevenson. I, I'm on the same page with you. I do think Montgomery Montgomery is the back. Like we're pretty much Montgomery truthers at this point, the two of us. So I have no issue really go taking Montgomery versus that Atlanta defense that hasn't been great versus the run. There's these other two matchups I, I find um to be a little worrisome with these running backs is chalk, and I know running back chalk has kind of hit all year, but I worry about the ceilings of both Stevenson and Pierce. I'll definitely play both of them, but more probably around the field um, than anything else. I think that you can go up a little higher and basically get to like a guy like Kamara or Taylor, uh, both in domes. Kamara really hasn't done well these last two weeks, but the three weeks ago he had the four TD game. Uh, so I, I I don't hate him. He's probably my favorite running back on the slate. Then you have Saquon at 8,900. Saquon's just in an incredible matchup versus Detroit. Uh, the one thing that is a little bit worrisome about Saquon is he's not in a dome, but it's Detroit, and they're the worst run D in the league. So I don't mind getting up to one of those three in, uh, in the majority of my lineups just because I think it'll be differentiated. Uh, when a lot of people try to jam this questionable chalk. And then Montgomery, I think, is just a strong play overall. Um, any pivot plays, like, it like outside of, like, below 6K that you have interest in? Um,
1: well, let's see here. So, I mean, you could make a case for just t- – so you could take the other side of Damian Pierce, certainly, with Washington, right? It's a much better matchup. For, for the Redskins on a rushing who would you standpoint. prefer
2: between Gibson and Robinson I think I'd that's the problem is
1: everyone's saying Gibson right do I think Gibson is a better back so it's funny to me the narrative this season has started out like Gibson, Gibson is trash he's he's worse than David Montgomery he's worse than all these people and now the narrative is Brian Robinson is trash and David, David uh, Antonio Gibson is more electric right a better and better pass catcher and all of that. But in the last game, in the, their tough matchup against Philly the other night, I mean, it's they're definitely not going away from Brian Robinson. He got 26 rushing attempts, right? Only 86 rushing yards. Did have a TD. Nothing in the passing game. Very concerning that way. But this is a super strong matchup. Houston 31st in DVOA versus the run. Let me pull up here um, how many TDs they've allowed. Um, one second. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be a lot, but, um, yeah, they've given up the most rushing touchdowns, uh, in the league at 13. So like, this is a spot for one of these guys to have a really good game. And I think it's all, it's completely game strip dependent. And I think Brian Robinson is going to get the first crack at it with the most carries and could certainly fall into the end zone. So, and the narrative is, is that people like uh, Antonio Gibson. So, so, so this feels, he feels so Robinson feels like the Damian Harris play, how we, we, we like last season, right? Like we played Damian Harris in good matchups because they're a run heavy team. He's getting the rushing carry and he needs to fall in the end zone, right?
2: I think that's a super sharp comparison. I also think that if you're, if you're, if you want to be under on Pierce for whatever reason, it makes sense to have robinson in your pool right yep or just and in no lineups man, that there isn't pierce
1: and no one's going to play i mean projecting like under yeah. 5% ownership people think he's bad um but you know if and if washington plays a good game and they have the lead which could certainly happen i think he's the guy if the game if houston has the lead well this could go badly for me right i think then pierce could be a great play and you know, bringing it back with Gibson could be good in that scenario. So I think if, you know, if people hate to play the double running back, I'm not so opposed to the double running back from the same game. It all depends. It's got to be price dependent, right? And these, and Gibson is only 5,600. If you're convinced, and if you're convinced that Damian Pierce does well in a good game script when they're ahead, I think it makes sense to come back with him or Terry McLaurin for sure. Right. Like wide receiver McLaurin's in a great spot, but Gibson will be, you know, low owned, but really the way I, if I'm fading Pierce, I would definitely want some Brian Robinson lineups.
2: Uh, yeah. The way that I, I think that's, it. I think that's the way to think about it.
1: Let's talk so about Josh.
2: Like the favorite, like it just kind of works for Robinson and he's not getting as much theme as He probably should. Uh, and they,
1: they should be a better team than, than Houston.
2: No, I'm definitely in agreement. Any other running backs? Like I think Miles Sanders, Somewhat interesting. I don't want to take too many shots there. I but... can't pay sixty nine hundred against. Oh, he's, the t- Colts. he's up at sixty nine. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, well, I, yeah. I would like to talk about Jacobs. Um, yes. Yeah, so so get into Jacobs because I, I, with them trailing, I know Adams is in question now. So just want to hear where you're kind of at. Usually when they're trailing, we don't want to play him. Correct. So correct. Although he does has gotten a lot more passing work. They could also. Be beating this Broncos team, right?
1: Yes, and I think they can. And so, and also, so Denver is 20th in DVI versus the run. They were really bad earlier in the season. They, they did just, who did they just blank? They, who did they just play? Um,
2: I have no idea.
1: The Titans, um, maybe. Yeah, they just, they just uh stuffed uh Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, yep, yep, right? So that's going to give people a lot of pause, but when you know. I mean, is it, do people not remember what he just did to this Denver D back in week four? I mean, that was the week he was the week, the chalk. I think that was his first chalk week and he smashed in 37 and a half fantasy points at 5,500. Yeah. Um, So the thing with him is workload, right? Um, 21 touches, 113 yards average. Uh, he did get a season high eight targets last week i think that's big um, he if you look at him against all of the running backs he's got elite usage on the season he's got he comes in at fifth and carries ninth and, he's like top 10 in everything fifth and carries ninth in reception fourth in receiving yards um, and he did have a good game against the colts last week um, which was nice to see but uh, busted the two weeks prior. This offense has been in shambles a little bit, but, you know, they, they may need to lean. I think it's important. So I, how do you how would you do you think Devonte Adams plays a, like how would you play the situation? Let's say Adams is out. Does that make Jacobs improve like a ton to you?
2: I think it four probably p.m. hurts him because they're more likely to win with Jacobs with, Adams, with in. Adams. Yeah, and then he probably doesn't see a stacked box. Do we know is that an is that a four p.m. game or? Uh,
1: yeah, it's in Denver. Yeah. I yeah,
2: think it'd he'll play. Nice some pretty good news. It'd be nice to get news on Adams. I would say he's early
1: practiced. Early. He's he's questionable, but he's he's had limited practices all week. So I think that I would suspect he plays then, right? Yeah. But they are a train wreck, so you never know right now. I mean, this team has really underperformed. Yeah. Um, all right. Some other – but I, I like Jacobs personally in this spot. Um,
2: we should talk Donna, about Cordero. Pat. Oh, you want to get him to
1: Taylor? Yeah, let's talk about JT, and then we'll go to Cordero. I don't really have anything to say about Cordero, but um, I'll listen to your take on it. But JT, back from the dead. Um, but it was the Raiders. But the, the thing is, is that, you know – What did did we expect them to do now with all this, the coaching change and um, Matt Ryan back? I think Matt Ryan back, as sad as it is, it obviously helps the offense. Like he still can make throws. He's terrible under pressure. We know that. But um, he's an improvement. So – And we saw he got 20. They just fed him, fed, fed the rock. 22 carries 147 yards. He got in the end zone, touchdown, got two targets. I think there's more room for targets based on game script there, but uh, I'm, I'm in on Taylor personally. I think Philly is a tough matchup for sure, but I think it's going to be volume, volume, volume. And, uh, and I like his talent level. I'm I'm fine with him. The offensive line is a little shaky, but um, you know, I don't know. So I'm in there, but Cordero Patterson, I don't really have I I tell break break him down for me. All right. It sounds like you're in, you're you're playing something
2: in. Yeah, the just because he's not, he's pretty he's 6'2", uh the Bears have struggled versus running backs. He busted it in the Island game. I think uh he just makes sense for that reason and he's going to be low owned relative to the other guys in his range. I know there's three other backs there, but I don't mind the fact that he busted on an Island game and he does get enough carries. So if he gets, if he has somewhat, I I just don't love the ceilings of these other guys and that are like in his range. So I think it makes sense to consider him Uh, not that his, his ceilings elite either, but uh, at the ownership, like I think taking the chance is fine. The Taylor stuff, like you hit on the, like, just Saturday, just that whole narrative of him being a no line coach. Like, they're going to try to get the ball to Taylor. Deion Jackson is back this week, so I think that, like, he would see some snaps. But, like, you're at home versus Hurts. You would expect that you'd want to get the ball in a Taylor's hands as much as possible. I think Taylor out of the top three um, running backs. So I think I'd prefer Barkley and Kamara ahead of Taylor. I know they're different. I, I guess for people – if if you're talking like one or the other 7600 or 7800 taylor and kamara i think i'd prefer kamara uh they and the, the
1: philly rundy is a little bit banged up philly rundy's a little bit banged up and they had a tough time stopping um brian robinson and company uh in that game they didn't look like the the top who do they have out i i forgot it's one of their big run stoppers i forgot his name personally i'd have to
2: go and pull up um I like like the I like paying up at running back just because yeah these guys offer more of a ceiling I think than I mean it's, it's
1: Patterson I get it and I get I like I like the matchup I, it does worry me he got out snapped and out touched by Algier um, five rushing attempts that's not going to pay the bills but he does have massive touchdown equity yeah so I get it and but things could definitely and maybe they they make it I mean he's definitely the better back it's just they don't use him a ton but if they did and you know he's got another game back healthy um i get that I, I i could i could have some for gbps for sure um who else who else are we uh thinking about um, so you like camara
2: yeah i think camara because people he's busted his chalk the last two weeks he's been on a slate and they're in a dome like that they're going to have to utilize him in this it just seems like a camara spot Uh, I think he's going to get squeezed between Barkley and uh, Taylor. Um, I'll throw, I'll
1: say that I kind of have interest in Dalvin cook. He just has been quietly getting it done, you know, and I played uh, Aaron Jones against the Dallas D last week. Um, Certainly he had a decent game. Um, I think that's the way to attack them. Everyone's going to be, everyone's going to hate his price. People want to play this game. They're all going to try to do what they can to get Justin Jefferson and come back with CD Lamb when Dalvin Cook is standing there and certainly could be the guy um, in in this matchup. This game could go many different ways too. Could could provide fantasy goal line, but it could be a um, Dallas defense could rise up and be and, you know shut down this this offense too. What's crazy to me? I can't believe they're favored um, after you know Minnesota seven and one, but uh,
2: yeah crazy do you have any uh, Elliot or Pollard committee and probably staying away I, I don't know wait I
1: just yeah, I feel
2: like know. I know Patterson's in a committee also but I just feel like I don't know
1: yeah I don't really want either of them
2: yeah maybe I shouldn't yeah I don't know like Patterson I don't, much, I don't really I don't like
1: anyone else I can't see anyone else that I like besides players that we met I mean maybe Mixon
2: the thing well, of Mason, is, like is, he's is he going to put 58 again? Game. Like he's not, I that I feel that seems chasey.
1: Well, the thing is with him is like we had, a, they had the bye. So it's like, I feel like people forgot about him already. Do you know what I mean? Like he's, he's not like, if, if it was literally the next week, if, if it was like, you know, cause he did that in a week nine, if it was week 10, He'd be the chalk on the slate right now. He'd be up, but now he's just he's kind of just in the same range with everybody. There's really not much separation yeah. there. Um, but Pittsburgh is better at uh stopping the run, the which would lead you to I think Burrow is probably a really good loan or loan play with like T. Higgins. But you know, Mixon's workload is insane. So I mean if he if he if if he goes off again, like it's not gonna shock me, right? Nope. Um all right, I don't like anyone else. So yeah, we've covered running back. Um, all right, let's move it on over to QB. This is where things get interesting. Um Justin Fields, 7,600. He's now into like the the just below the elite pricing tier, so he's got a price jump. We have other studs there. So it's getting like it, you know, getting up to Josh Allen is probably preferred at 8,500. But that savings could go a long way if Fields has a good game, you know, this, this, he could just smash again. I mean, it's a great spot. First of all, it's the highest total game, right? With tied with the, the, um, are the Bills the other one that are, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're both, they're both the highest total games, these two quarterbacks. So basically, Atlanta's allowed the most passing yards, 11th most DK points per game. Since week five, Fields has averaged 100 rushing yards and one rushing TD per game, right? Um, 33 fantasy points per game plus 116 rushing yards over his last four. Uh, Only the one thing I I can't remember where I read this, but I'm going to steal it and say it. It's it's not coming for me. I I, I read it somewhere. only nine games ever where QBs has rushed for over 140 yards in the, in the entire history of the NFL. And he's done it in back-to-back weeks, right? Um, Crazy. Uh, But anyway, since week five, he's second in rushing yards amongst the entire NFL. So he's only behind Derrick Henry. So like, this is a running back one. Now they have flipped the script switch. Things are clicking. I don't know if Chase, it's not all Chase Claypool, that's for sure, um, that's made this big thing, but he's confident. He's running. He's an explosive runner. Um, he's going to be in the dome. He could certainly go off again. I get it. He's going to be chalky, um, but I have not project. He's going to be just as high on as Josh Allen. Uh, they're going to be the same. So do I prefer Josh Allen? Yes, but Fields has to be considered. Um And uh, you can give your thoughts in a second. The other ones that I think are in play are Josh Allen. Obviously, he's still the man. Like, he's had a bad uh, couple of games, but his bad games come with, like, rushing floor. So he's still great, you know. So, I mean, we're talking about bad games. Three weeks ago was, like, the absolute worst where he scored 19 fantasy points against Green Bay. Followed it up with a bad game for Josh Allen. Samhurst's 26 against the Jets. 86 rushing yards, two rushing TDs. That's a bad game, um, and then another bad game against Minnesota, 25. So his bad games are elite games for like everyone else. Um, so he he's obviously ridiculous. This is a getting the dome is a massive upgrade. Uh, Cleveland is 36, uh, no, uh, 26 in DVOA versus the pass, 32nd versus the run. Um, this game, I think Cleveland can can put some points up on this Bills defense. I know they're missing Tremaine Edwards. They're still um, – they were missing other key pieces to their defense, so I think their defense is a little bit more susceptible when than it is when they're healthy. So Josh Allen seems like an easy, easy play, and ownership seems kind of spread out. So it's interesting – it'll be interesting to me to see what, like, in the single-entry high-dollar high, high dollar stuff or the three-entry three, en- three entry max stuff, what he comes in at because I don't really know what, what he's going to do. I think be. you're
2: right. Like, you had Allen Hurts, Jackson, Fields – Mariota Cousins. It's going to be spread out enough to where he put it probably shouldn't be as high owned as he should on the slate. Uh it's a fantastic spot. Like I it's gonna be I'm gonna play a lot of teams with Allen. Um Lamar Jackson at 8400 he just hasn't had ceiling games, but like I think Andrew great Andrews grades out pretty well. I don't think I'm currently playing him right now. Currently I have Jalen Hurts and Kirk Cousins alongside Allen. Those are like the three QBs I'm playing, but um, I think there could be interest in that in Jackson, uh, you hit on fields and Mariota. Like I worry about just these, both these teams running the football a ton. I feel like that's like the worry around the industry pretty much, but they both great. So their, their weapons all grayed out pretty well. And it's a good game environment. If you want to play these guys, like by all means, we've seen how good fields has been, uh, Mariota just doesn't throw. Mariota's just an anomaly to me because he. I don't. I don't really understand how he's starting in the NFL right now. Uh, Daniel Jones. He's gonna go up against Detroit. Detroit's giving up the most uh, fancy points to uh, opposing QBs. I don't want to So there's guys here that would spread out the ownership. I don't want to play Daniel Jones. Russ has, is in a pretty good spot for QBs as well at 5'8". Uh, like we kind of hit on at the top of the show versus the Raiders. They're just awful. They're like third third worst in the league. So, yeah. And then Cousins, that game environment with Minnesota-Dallas, I just think is super interesting just because uh, there's it, – it's probably more interesting for Cousins, for secondary stacks because I just wonder if Cousins can hang – with guys like Allen, Hurts, and Jackson, or even Fields for that matter, on the slate. But uh, right now, I currently have some cousins. So I don't know. My f- three favorite, like I said, is Allen, Hurts, and cousins, and the rest right now I'm not getting to as much.
1: Yeah. So it's a tough matchup. Dallas, you know, Dallas being fourth DVA versus the pass, 11th versus the run. Minnesota's been kind of middle of the board too f- from defense. Uh, right you know dead dead in, in the in the middle for both uh running and pass but so this game could break different ways the thing that's good about this game is that there's elite weapons right for each team you got Justin Jefferson you got Dalvin Cook you've got Tony Pollard whatever you think about Zeke and you've got CeeDee Lamb right and these guys like Like, it's easy to make, like, you know who you're stacking Kirk Cousins with, right? Like, although you could play some Hawkinson. Hawkinson has been seeing elite usage, like, almost like Travis Kelsey-like usage um, in a short period. So I think he's an interesting play when we get over to tight ends. But um, this game could break either way for me. Like, it could be a defensive battle. These weapons could could also.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all
1: to go off and, and be good so the thing that's nice is just it's like you know who you're going to play um you know you don't have to really it, it's not like fields versus david montgomery which is you know you're not going to feel comfortable either either one, which either one you have you know you, they could totally uh, you 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 could see it coming like uh fields messing up your your montgomery shares or vice versa montgomery messing up your field shares um but Jalen Hurts' bounce back seems pretty interesting to me, and I'll, I'll, I'll echo your sentiment with Daniel Jones. I think he just sucks, and not only is he bad, the, the Giants. So the Giants, um, you know, they they're just so they don't do much, right? Like they're, they're, he doesn't have elite playmaker. He's got horrible playmakers, right? They, they Juan Dale is is a short. Is a, I'm going to short shame him. He's just this tiny little guy who can't really do much. Um, they they got rid of Darius Tony, who would be their like elite playmaker. He just didn't, you know, fit with the team. Now the Chiefs are benefiting. It's Darius Slayton still who's the go-to guy for Daniel Jones and always has been, even when people forget. Kenny Galladay is a corpse out there, like stiff as a board. He looks, um, and so I just you know I just don't. See I just see them. They're just going to pound Saquon. That's what they're going to do in this game. So it's going to be the path of least resistance against Detroit defense, and that's going to be Saquon. So it's like, what could Daniel Jones break off a big run? You know, he's done it. You know, he had that week seven where he put up 31 fantasy points, but that is is a tough ask, right? Like that is just, that is, you got you, you one fluke week out of him. I mean, it's in him, but it's it's not probable. Right, it's possible, but not probable. Um, anyways, so I'm, I don't really like him. I, I do like Joe Burrow a lot, I think that's the spot. I think Boyd and Higgins are still good. I think you know Hayden Hurst is a good interesting tight end play. Um, and you know, Mixon's going to get a bunch of ownership, and it's there. You know, the Pittsburgh D has just been. Cr- crushed versus the pass and they were going heavy heavy burrow um before chase went down which you know is a concern always and you know that plays into why Mixon got so much but this just seems like the joe burrow spot for me when like he's going to be lowish owned on this slate i'm seeing under five percent it's easy to pair him with higgins and boyd so that, that's what I'm thinking there. I don't really like any other off-the-board plays. I mean, I wouldn't consider him off the board, but I, there's no one else I really want. I don't want, like, Jared Goff. I don't – you know, the Giants, that's just going to be a slowish game. I don't want Mac Jones. I don't want Matt Ryan. I don't want Davis Mills. I don't want Derek Carr. I don't want Kenny Pickett. Taylor Heineke I could be convinced to, but he's not very good. That's just like a low own play.
2: Um, I don't hate Heineke. I'm, I've always been a Heineke guy. Yeah, uh
1: you know, Heineke guy. Never heard of, never heard a Heineke guy before, but you, you can you can have that. No, not Come, like
2: someone I play. You can have that title. I'm just saying, is like, I don't know. I feel better I mean, than their, a better chance to win than than Carson, Carson Wentz. Clinton. Yeah. I agree. Um Like I don't know how you could look at both of them and be like, all right, why am I playing Wentz week in and week out when he's throwing two bit like. How do they? The team just seems to rally around Heineke. More Scary from Terry, football standpoint. Than Scary actually.
1: Terry was awful when he was being when he had uh, he awful. He
2: completely no, awful. He, no,
1: he was great against um against uh Darius Slay in their
2: last with, game with with Heineke. It's funny, t- Scary Terry, his first year in the league. Like we were playing him with like nobody's his QB, and then Carson Wentz comes in, and you would think it would be an upgrade, and it was just a complete downgrade.
1: Yeah, he he's terrible, Carson Wentz. Um. Yeah. Heineke would be the low on guy. I think that's, that's the one. Cause I think, I think, I think scary. Terry goes off.
2: I like Terry too.
1: Mariota. I, I don't really, I don't want Mariota. I get it. I just,
2: I want my guy to at least be able to throw a passing touchdown. He needs to like on the slate. He has to, right? Like there's no, there's too many guy QBs with ceilings that he has to compete with. So. I, I just have no interest.
1: So for me, I think it's Josh Allen, Justin Fields. At the it top. really is
2: jo- jo- just Josh Allen. You just, yep. everything's going to be spread out. Just play Allen. Fields is fine. There's a lot of fields, truth is out there. But if everything's going to be sp- spread out and you can get way over on Allen, why not? Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm going to play Burrow. Just throwing that out there, too. Um, all right. Let's move it over to wide receiver. All right, we do have some chalk. So we have CD Lamb chalk. Um, first of all, CD Lamb has been awesome this year, even though at least from like a usage standpoint, an air yard standpoint, and all of that. And you know, to to even be in play with Cooper Rush is quite an achievement. We've seen now with with Dak back coming off two straight good games, one massive game with 15 targets in, in his last game against Green Bay, Green Bay. Typically, a, a good defense against the pass um, usually struggle more with the run. But uh, he went for 11 catches, 150 50 yards, and two TDs. So, Dak back helps him for sure. 31 or no, 39 percent air yard share, which is crazy. Thirty two point one percent target share, which is fourth best in the league. Um, eighth best matchup advantage per pro, pro football focus. I always look at for their, um, wide receiver matchups. So he's top 10, which is nice. Ninth, he's ninth overall in receiving yards. He's sixth overall in targets. He's eighth overall in receptions. And he's been doing this with Cooper rush and barely any deck. So, um, I get it. He's chalky. He just seems still like you're getting an elite wide receiver one for 7,500. That's not bad um so uh, it'll be interesting how we tackle that um amon ross st brown is going to be chalky for good reason um it's all about volume with that guy playing the giants 23rd and dvoa versus the pass when he's healthy he's had an elite target share 32 in games that he's been healthy in over 10 targets average um 41 target share over the last two games 10th best matchup. So he hits that top 10 spot that I'm always looking for on the pro football focus matchup advantage. Um, So 7,200 seems like, you know, for PPR, which is what we're talking about on DraftKings, seems like a a really strong play, going to be popular. Stefan Diggs, is that who you're pairing Josh Allen with? Just
2: making it easy to Diggs? It's very, right? Like it's very simple. I think you just play Diggs. I think there's uh, if I was playing Gabe Davis, I wouldn't be playing Diggs and Davis together. But yeah. I, I think I'm I'll have some Gabe Davis because I'm not gonna play all Diggs, but majority Diggs. So Diggs, second in the league in
1: red zone targets, which stood out to me. Second in touchdowns. So like you get the massive touchdown equity in a game where we expect him to score a lot of touchdowns in the in the dome. Um could be a, a nice eruption game for him. He's up there too from every every uh every category for the elite wide receivers. He's sixth overall in target share, 31%. Um, he's got the fifth best matchup, top five matchup per pro fo- football focus. So yeah, and he's an easy pairing with Josh Allen. It's just tough to build that. So you we get you gotta get, I mean, let me, I'm just gonna pull up quickly, just like an optimal, what it's showing. So yeah, so when you play Josh Allen and Diggs it's going to be spitting out double tight ends for you. So that's something you got you to gotta consider whether you're comfortable with that. Or you got to find a cheap uh, wide receiver play, which we do have some. We'll get to in a second. Um, other than that, the wide receiver, um, Scary Terry, he just looks so – I mean, he looked so good in the last game. They're playing Houston, 5,900. I mean, he – He's like my favorite wide receiver play on the slate, to be honest with you.
2: I really like McLaurin too. He's just a baller. Like he's it, it, you're pairing him with Heineke, like we said, it's not Wentz. It's a really good spot. Uh yeah, but well, like Price, I mean, he's he's severely mispriced with Heineke. You don't have
1: to pair him with Heineke, but
2: you know, yeah. like so you're I'm just saying in the context of their team, right? Like it's not Wentz.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, and you know, showed what he can do in last
1: in a really tough matchup. He had 128 yards, um, eight reception, eleven targets. Now um, he has been lacking. He only he's got two touchdowns on the season. But you know, you keep feeding this guy eleven targets, and the offense is playing better. They're also in a really strong matchup. I mean, we're talking about a really game when he was shadowed by by uh slay and now he's going to Houston. So like this, this should be a really strong spot. 5,900 is an absolute steal. So like, I like him, like he's like my go-to. So I make my stack and then he's my, my not, you know, he's my go-to like for the next guy. Cause he's just, he's just cheap enough. Um, Justin Jefferson going to be tough to play him at 9,100 on this slate.
2: I think so too. That's why like, Makes me second-guess Cousins a little bit.
1: Still projects for a lot of ownership,
2: too. Not the best tournament play for that reason. Yeah, but he he is elite, you know. Wouldn't you rather just pay up for Barkley in that instance, though? Probably.
1: I mean, the thing is with Jefferson, so he's first in red zone targets in the league. He's second in targets, fourth in receptions, second in receiving yards, and he's an absolute freaking baller, right? So, like, if he goes off – even in a tough matchup, you're not going to be shocked. You're just going to be pissed that I you came in underweight on him, you know. Um, but I think that's the right – I think it's the right thing to do to be underweight on him and to play some of these other guys versus savings, especially if you're going Josh Allen, you have to. Um, T. Higgins, I think, great spot. Um, I, I like him a lot. I also think you can play Tyler Boyd. Um, Devontae Adams, you know, two smash games back-to-back right when they need them, they've, they've uh, lost each of those games, but they were competitive at least after when they got smoked by new Orleans and did nothing 24 zero, at least they were competitive. The last two, they should have won each of them. Um, They didn't, but, uh, and he's got that little, that real red tag where he's been limited all week in practice with his abdomen. But that just may bring his ownership down in general. And yes, Denver's a tough matchup, but like this guy's an elite
2: receiver. He's not going to be owned, and but the the like, I don't know if he's playing it. Just my move would just be to play Jacobs more. All right. Um,
1: what do you think about Jacoby Myers? So, like, the slot is always the place to play against the Jets.
2: I like and Myers, I think Bourne and Thornton have playability in like 150 max, too, for what it's worth, because they're opposite. Um, They're opposite, Sauce, Gardner. Parker's going to see Gardner, it looks like. Uh,
1: But, yeah, Myers
2: would definitely be my – I think Myers is a very good play on the slate.
1: And in week eight, it was in that game where we're running it back this week, it was just all Ramondre and Jacoby Myers. Myers got 12 targets, nine receptions in that game, did get a touchdown, only 60 yards. So, they were playing, like, the short slot connections. uh, Myers –
2: I I feel like Myers is more – you're more able to play Myers with – stevenson then parker who's very touchdown dependent anyways right
1: yep um and i also like garrett wilson for cheap 4900 he had a smash game against them a new england Corey davis still out um two solid games back to back for the price um i think the patch d is overrated personally um so 4900. I'm on board there for if you need like a guy in that le- level. Like, I definitely like Terry. I would prioritize and try to get to Terry McLaurin, but uh, right below him, I like Myers. And then right below him, I like uh, Garrett Wilson. Um, Darnell Mooney is interesting, right? Like, uh, against Atlanta.
2: Any interest for you there? Like,
1: to just play him- I both, of, both
2: Mooney and Garrett Wilson, I have a ton of interest in. It's a good it's a really good matchup for Mooney versus Atlanta. He's leverage off Montgomery. Uh I like Montgomery personally, but if you're trying to make that route in GBP's work, I think that, that 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 that's fine. Um and then Garrett Wilson like you said at 4900 versus the Pats, I think he's a very strong play. And he's like a he's
1: not leverage off of Justin Fields, but like for if there, there's a there's a scenario where Fields has just like an average game, doesn't use his legs a ton, and Mooney has a good game and gets at least yeah. a touchdown and stuff, a bunch of targets, and you don't have to have Fields, right?
2: Because that's – yeah, so that was pretty much – like if – with Fields being priced up now, like he's in the range of Hurts, he's in the range of Allen. So, yeah, I think that's definitely feasible. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the – people are going down to Paris Campbell. He's fine with Ryan. I think Ryan definitely helps him rather than Ellinger, so that's like nice to see. He is chalk at the wide receiver position where I think that wide receiver throughout the year has proven to be the most volatile position. Uh and
1: it's not like he's it's not like he's he's a, a non-volatile player it's not like he's an elite guy or anything
2: no yeah I think you could I think you can make the fade uh if you feel like that's what you want to do um Philly is obviously a good pass defense uh i I personally like Pittman a good bit so I'll probably be underweight on Campbell yeah I like Pittman better Pittman seems uh, like a very strong play if if everyone's gonna go to Taylor, like just the way I'm thinking about it, I think I kind of prefer Kamara. Um, I I think Pittman, for his price, is very interesting. Not like he's – McLaurin's obviously better at 5'9", but it's just he's going to go – Pittman's going to be significantly overlooked, I feel like. um, Or get squeezed, yeah. What about – uh,
1: Pronounce Skoronic, is that how you pronounce him?
2: Ben Skoranek, yep. Yeah. All of a sudden, the is he is he the number one guy? He so, I guess yeah. Seven
1: seven targets last week for fourteen yards.
2: (laughs) This is what this to me is like. What makes Kamara like such a like? Why I want to play some Kamara? Like they don't have you're taking cup out. Like they're gonna get absolutely annihilated. Kamara can go for two TDs here easy.
1: All right. Um, I'm gonna make I like Darius Slayton.
2: Yeah, so but don't play Daniel Jones. I know that yeah, yeah, yeah. See you and had, by the way, last week, and great call on Slayton. Great call on Slayton.
1: Well, I, I just think he's always the number people he don't think like of him. He is.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm he's I'm Daniel
1: Jones's number one option, it's who we feel safety with. Like people like stuck in like Kenny Galladay.
2: He's uh, 5k. Yeah. Like I feel like it's oh you it's, can play him versus pass defense, even though it's a it's a tick up in price, right? Like you get this defense, it's warranted, and I don't mind going back to him because you're right, he is getting the volume. So
1: well, they don't do a ton of volume, but he's at least like he's like the, the guy. guy he's the guy, and yeah. like he does have big playability, and it is the nut matchup and it's leveraged off Saquon, and it's he's going to be low-owned. So it's like would it shock you if he catches a 40-yard touchdown? A little bit because it's Daniel Jones, but not really, right? Like, um, And he could certainly be, have a good game. So, like, that stands out as, like, a strong tournament play for the Same game.
2: Do you have hesitancy with
1: Amon St. Brown? A little bit because the Giants games are just – Disgusting! They're like awful. Slop, they're, they're slop fest. They're, they're it's awful. Like,
2: and then you have these dome games that have good plays in them. Yeah, but does he so get I, squeezed I, for that reason too? At so, the same time, I—I I mean, Amon Ra is going to be chalk. Yeah. And so
1: I think i it's not. I don't really. I don't really want. Like I'm fine fading that in this game. And i'm, I'm like I, I want I, mean, I want like the I want the cheaper upside plays that enable me to just fill out a good lineup with like Josh Allen and whatever. Higgins is right under
2: Amonra. So for you, like if you like Burrow, it just makes so much more sense to play Burrow Higgins.
1: Yep. But like, let's talk about like Donovan Peoples Jones is another, another going to be popular bring back, but like this guy's clear number two, like he's gotten probably more usage than Amari Cooper as of late had nine targets last week, 99 yards, no pay dirt, right? Like he's, hasn't he? I don't think he hasn't had a touchdown all season.
2: He's going to like that regret. What's he, he's that's gonna come eventually, right? Should I? So we didn't hit on like Chubb and Hunt. I think like they're obviously not gonna project well, but the game environment should be pretty relatively strong, right? Versus the Bills. Um, I think in Joku for me, like we'll get in a tight end, he'd probably be the best bring back, but um. DPJ. Yeah. I don't hate DPJ. Like, I don't think, I think you should be, if you're in on Allen, you should be trying to make some of these Browns guys work.
1: So another, another. so I'm kind of
2: like focused on this cheap range because like they enable,
1: I'm trying to find cheap plays that I like. So, cause I want to do like the, the Josh Allen to digs. Right. So like we're looking at Donovan Peoples Jones, we're looking at, scary Terry I can fit in there I'm looking at Jacoby Myers I can fit in there Darius Slayton I can fit in there um another cheap play that's gonna get some love here is Kendall Hinton which I don't know like if he if he breaks if he if he crushes like God help me but you know with Judy hurt and uh he he had a good game last week got five targets four receptions 62 yards there's been other plays where they've missed him um he is a little bit banged up and is like technically questionable, but I think he's going to play. But, um, he's the clear wide receiver two after Cortland Sutton. Uh, Russ sucks, but he's a $3,600 wide receiver two in a good matchup.
2: Yeah. From I don't, great the, Hinton, the Hinton call, I think, is fine. Like, you just worry about the injury, the fact that he's a rookie. I don't know. Like, yeah, he's fine. He's going to hit optimals. Um, I like Amari Cooper. I love Amari Cooper. I mean, that would be if I could if I
1: could make it work. The Al, let's see, let's see Amari Cooper
2: doing. away games. Do you have issues with that narrative at all? No, do I have... don't give a, I don't give a shit.
1: Um, Josh Allen. I mean, it's in a dome. He's a great route runner.
2: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: Double. It's all double tight end. Let's see if I don't do double tight end. Let's see what it looks like. Um, you got to play these. So like, I mean, I do kind of like this lineup. It's just optimal, but you gotta, it's in order to make like a dig Amari Cooper work, it's going to be a lot of chalk in there. And that's what they're going to do. So you're going to have to play like a Kendall Hinton that's filling in there. Paris Campbell is coming in there. Um, a cheaper tight end, whether it's Higby D- Schultz, actually, that's kind of the high end this week, but Dolchich. um, tight end nico collins is getting spit out uh skoranek so there's you got to get comfortable with these cheap guys in order to make something like that work that's going to be the key to the slate which 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 of these cheap guys enable this in my opinion
2: i think so we didn't hit on like kendrick bourne at 3600 like you're putting sauce on that side you love Bourne. You're the Bourne, the born. I like born a little bit, yeah. I do like Bourne. I like Thornton as well. Like, these are guys that you can get. Oh, out.
1: I played him and got nothing
2: out of him. What about Noah Brown? Do we have any Noah Brown love? I don't hate Noah Brown. That's a really is good. Is Gallup out? What? Gallup out? He's, but the issue is, like, even if Gallup's out, like, he's still. He's no, still gallops playing. in. All right. I, I still think it's fine for this slate. Just if you're trying to make something work, like you've seen 76 percent of the snap slap, snaps last week. So, is Gallup ever going to do anything? Probably not. <laughs> like Browns good, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I could. I mean, I could see it. All right. So it my, is, my it is very difficult with this like dig stack because yeah, it's expensive. Very yeah, good. my my takeaway
1: is is you got to find these cheap guys. So you got to you got to plow. You got to got to get comfortable with Garrett Wilson, Jacoby Myers, like that range. Those like, guys are fine plays though. Fifty nine hundred down. Let's see what we can do. What's the, what's the cheapest we can go at tight end? Let's move it on over to tight end because we've kind of exhausted the running uh, wide receivers. But that's where I'm looking is like how can I how can I make this lineup work? And so I'm going to have to pick my favorite cheaper guys. But I, I want to say,
2: what's the cheapest value? Oh, no. Probably Logan Thomas.
1: Yeah, I know. That's I just saw that. And, like, the guy's been as stiff as a board and has done absolutely nothing. Uh,
2: he, if he just could be
1: well. He's, has rib. He has been battling his rib injury. But, okay, so latest on him, he's cleared from the Week 11 injury report. So he's not on the injury report, so that's a good sign. Did have four targets last game, only two receptions. Didn't look good. Tough matchup against Philly. Much better matchup this time. I can do it. I can dig it. Um, yeah, we can. Oh, uh, oh my god! Good. I can play. I can play Jack Stoll.
2: Stoll is very, in, very much in play. Yeah, you're taking Goddard out.
1: Yeah, and he. This guy got got. Um, has seen a little bit of work every now and then in like a tight situation, and had a couple of had a target, a couple of targets here and there. Um, it's all goddard's A
2: dot is very like intermediary. In it, like it's it's it, he's throwing like very. Well, it's an time.
1: offense that the tight end is a, is an important part of.
2: Yeah, and Goddard's out, and uh, it's I an adult. That, he immediately think, gets boost. Dude, I can play. I can play Stole. Hold on. Yeah, I like Stole. I think that's a good call. Oh, that it does kind
1: of open up stuff. So you can play like the, the cheaper end of the higher running back. The cheaper end of like like you could play like Montgomery, you could play Pierce. You can play, you can do a stack with Diggs. Let me see if I can get. It's probably gonna be Donovan Peoples or Amari as the bring back. If I do Donovan Peoples. You can still play even like CD lamb or Ramon Ra. You can play like, let's see if I put uh, one second. Diggs. No, let's put, let's see if I can get scary. Terry in there. It's a different show. We're just building lineups this week. We don't have JSU. We're just shooting the shit. Um, I actually like this kind of format. So, okay. Josh Allen to digs, bring it back with Donovan peoples Jones. Oh no. I don't know. Why is digs not in there? Yeah, he is in there. Um, I can still play scary terry i can still play montgomery and josh jacobs as my two running backs i can play paris campbell i don't want to play paris campbell but i can play him but so that that lineup is completely doable um let's see what else i can get you can play like pierce and ramondre um get us, you know, player Donovan Peoples Jones, have Scary Terry who I think is a phenomenal play and could be priced much higher. So I think there's a good good upside with that play and you could still get CD Lamb in this lineup. Um no you're not. You got another no, Josh Allen. I don't know. These are the kind of these are the plays, these are the these are the lineup builds that I'm I'm thinking about with like guys like Garrett Wilson, Scary Terry. Um cuz to me Garrett Wilson's a wide receiver one.
2: Um, to me so yeah i i i like wilson i like the like i don't mind i'm comfortable with mooney myers and going all right for that matter so so i'm saying so i'm preaching this week
1: go as low as you can possibly can at tight end to get the savings because you need it play yeah. jack stole that's my that's my takeaway um other than jack Stoll, what are you thinking
2: at tight end yeah, like Dulcich is obviously going to stand out when you take out Judy. He only had one target last week, uh, but I think he's fine. He's going to be chalky, so what? Like, it, if Kendall Hinton doesn't play, then, like, he pretty much he's just fine. He's a good play. Andrews is going to be low owned. He's going to get squeezed. People not going to play Andrews. Getting to Andrews in situations like this, I think, works a lot of the time. So, I don't mind that. Yeah. Uh, Pitts correlates well with Mariota. They just have no chemistry at all. Uh Hawkinson, like you said, like Hawkinson seeing like Kelsey like usage versus Dallas. I don't mind him. Hayden Hurst, you hit on in Burroughs. I like that a lot, actually. Uh Njoku, I think he's fine as a run back. He's at 3-9 in these Allen stacks. I don't mind that. Um you hit on Thomas and Stoll. I think those guys are good plays. All um, right. My my favorite play,
1: who and, is I, and, I, and I've been saying this like every week and then not playing him, is Cole Komet. He's finally like with that offense humming, like they're going deep to him on big plays. Um, they're, uh, Atlanta has hemorrhaged. Uh, so are you
2: playing fields because you like Mooney, you like Komet? Yeah.
1: But the thing that scares me – with I I will play some fields. But the thing that scares me with fields, like the thing I don't care – like he's 7,600 now, so I can get away with playing Komet. I can get away with playing Mooney and them having good games. And like the thing – he's only going to break me if he goes off running, if he does his freaking running again. So if you – you just got to hope that that doesn't happen, right? Or trust that it doesn't happen, that it was an anomaly, that he went absolutely berserk the last two weeks. So I think you still can play them now. Do I like the idea of playing Fields, Komet, and Mooney? That's a cheap, cheap uh, double stack right there. But uh, definitely hedge it with some Montgomery when you don't play them. But um, yeah, I have. I mean, I'm really just trying to get my Josh Allen build is what I'm really trying to do. But I, I like Cole Komet. I mean, two touchdowns, two touchdowns, one touchdown. He's finally scoring. They're finally using him. Seven targets, six targets last week. Um, another great game environment. And they 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 hemorrhage big plays. So Cole Komet's in play for me.
2: Yeah, I don't hate it. Uh, makes me worry that you like him because I'm, once again, not playing field. So this will probably be like the. He'll, He'll have a 400, 400
1: yards passing. Him and, if he and he, Mooney
2: go off again,
0: He won't off. rush. He'll oh.
1: just have like five uh, five passing touchdowns. And <laughs> um, I mean, he still is not a great passer. I mean, that you have we. I have to acknowledge that
2: he's super. He's been super efficient. It can't continue. One would think. Um. All right.
1: Hayden Hurst, good play. That's that's it. So now that brings us to the Bobby Gomes. DFS defensive segment. Take it away, Bobby.
2: Yeah, the Ds. Uh, I don't know. I kind of like cheap defense this week. I I like – the Steelers look like they're going to be chalk now. I like them versus Burrow. You do not – you like Burrow, so you're on the other side of that. Yeah, but um, I'll play any cheap Ds, so. Yeah. They have um, the big D-line mismatch. Like the Saints at 3K, I think they're fine. Like You're taking Cup out of that offense, like you just – I think he correlates well with Kamara. Uh, I, I think they correlate well with Kamara, and, yeah. I'd probably go the Saints at 3K. Skaronic's the best receiver? I like the
1: I like Washington.
2: I like yeah, the Washington I, call, too, versus Pierce, dude. Yeah, versus Pierce
1: Chuck and, and like, Davis Mills. That's a
2: really good call.
1: And Davis Mills stinks
2: he doesn't stink, they stink.
1: I mean the whole the whole team stinks,
2: yeah. Uh I like I think Washington's a very good leverage defense. Even the Jets like 2800 for the Jets, no one's going to play the Jets. Are the Jets at home? Yeah. No, it's in New England. Oh, it's in New England. I I'd, I'd probably prefer Washington then. Let me uh double
1: check that. Yeah, they're at New England
2: um yeah, all right that's the defense Give us give me your your favorite stack single entry that's the bills
1: yeah I'm in the chat if we want to get get crazy what's your uh what's your crazy one
2: uh probably cousins I guess. I, I'm not going to end up, I'm just going with the, I think you made a really good point at the top of the show. And if it's something people take away, it'd be this, like the ownership at QB is going to be spread out to a point where like, if you can get as much Josh Allen as possible, get as much Josh Allen as possible.
1: All right. My crazy one is Heineke. Heineke to McLaurin. And Thomas. Um, Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, I, I don't know.
2: Curtis Maybe. Samuel Samuel's in, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I just think that in this matchup, upside of Terry with uh, McLaurin at 5900 is just insane. Yep. All right, we did it without JSU. Sorry that uh, he's not on the show. Everyone who's listening wasn't expecting him, uh, but uh, he will be back next week. Um, if you are playing this UFC slate today, if you're betting, take a uh, bet on Miles John. And Kennedy Nichecku, uh for all the the, the uh, UFC. That's that's where my money is anyway. Um, all right, this is thank you, Bobby. It's been the RGDFS Tournament Takes Podcast Week Eleven edition, and we'll be back with JSU next week for Week Twelve.